everyone, welcome to or welcome back to Beyond the Pit Lane for season two, episode one. And today we're going to be talking about the first two races of the season. So we're going to be discussing Bahrain and Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. Okay, who wants to take the start? Um, I mean, since I'm the only one who probably has any notes, uh, <laughs> why not start with the Red Bull versus Ferrari we've got going on now? I was expecting it, not yeah. gonna lie. I was not expecting Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen to be the two fighting football. And despite like me neither, me neither. Mercedes, I mean, they say every year that they're not gonna be, they're not gonna be on top form. And they said it this year, and I was like, no, they say it all the time. They say it all the time. It'll be fine. They'll be, they'll be up, up at the top. They'll be sandbagging. They'll be up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had we had that discussion in another Discord. We said like Mercedes can literally be saying that they're going to be bad and no one's going to believe them until they're actually that bad. Until they prove it, yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. We have we had a good laugh in that Discord. <laughs> that bad, and everybody was like, no, no, they're not. Now they are. Well, I mean, they're not, not that bad, but they're definitely but not. But they're like well. third or fourth power behind Haas. Imagine, I would not have expected that. If you told me that last year, I would have gone, no, you're lying. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I have something written down about Charles and Max. Do you think that it's gonna ruin their friendship? No. The, the battle they have going on now, is it gonna be another Max Verstappen versus Lewis Hamilton with everyone crashing each other out and like amazing crashes, but also like the greatest racing of all time? Oh, maybe not so much this season. I think if it carries on long term, Maybe they will start to hate each other, but this season I feel like they'll stay relatively close. Do you think there's the possibility of Max getting quite, getting quite annoyed as it goes on, and just just doing some pulling some stupid moves at some point? But I think, I think Charles has matured quite a bit. I think he's mature enough to deal with it. Um, hope I, mean, <laughs> I hope <laughs> the two the two do have a bit of history going on with them. It's just an incident. It's just an incident. I knew it. Oh, brilliant. Oh, bless them. Well, yeah, but coming back to the Red Bull versus Ferrari, we also have two very good Spanish-speaking and very good-looking second drivers at Red Bull and Ferrari. Do you guys think they will play a role in the title fight, or do you just think they're going to be wingmen to Charles and to Max? Well... I mean, despite Charles obviously being up there at the minute, I'm still rooting for Carlos because I just, I, I need Carlos to win some races, to be honest. So I'm I'm just hoping that it doesn't end up being like, you know, the typical let let Charles pass and whatever. I, I hope not. I hope Ferrari are better than that this year. But mm, I don't know. We'll see. And Checo, poor Checo is, you know. Checo got robbed with that last race, man. He got oh, he, robbed. Oh, he did with the dummy from Ferrari. Oh, brilliant. Like, who could? Who would have thought he's, he's gone to pit and the safety car comes out <laughs> in the next lap? Come on. How much bad luck can you have? That's, that's tough. He would have taken the win. He would have taken the win without that stupid safety car. Oh, he would have. Yeah, he would Poor have Nikki just it. putting a car in, in, in the wall again and gifting Max another win. Uh, he's good at that. We've seen that one before. Latifi. Yeah, unfortunately. 
That yeah. that crash didn't make him look particularly good. That was pretty much <laughs> a sudden loss of talent. I mean, I don't think Latifi is looking too great this year anyway. I think. No, but the Williams sucks. The Williams is like the slowest car. It's worse than it the Aston Martin. And the Aston Martin is like, to describe it with the words of, of Stroll from, from a, a radio message. Uh, what did he say? Like, uh, he's trying he's scared of going the pace that the engineer told him to go because he knows the car will kill him <laughs> oh no to be fair i haven't even like the only thing i've seen of latifi or albon like neither of them i just haven't seen they just haven't given them any screen time at all and then no, was in the world, no. that was that was it it was just as i said they both they both retired in jeddah did they not um yeah i think uh it's not going great for him. Albon went a bit under the radar. I didn't even realise until the end of the race. I was like, yeah, where's the graphic came up? I mean, like, we know that, like, there's... We had we had a bit of an Ali Noel moment in, in, in Jeddah with three cars, like, dying in the matter of a single lap. Absolutely it was, like, all hell breaking loose there in, in, in Jeddah. I mean, we did oh, have no, that I'm in Bahrain when, it. like, a lap longer and we would have lost... Uh, Yuki in, in Bahrain as well. Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't have been long before Yuki called it quits as well. Even though even though uh the the both Red Bulls had the same issue. The issue on the Alpha Tauri of Pierre Gasly in Bahrain was from a different cause. Or well the cause was the same with the fuel pump, but it had different effects on, on Gasly's car. It just fried the electronics and on Max and uh Checo's car. The fuel pump just died. Turned his car into a barbecue, as he said, didn't he, at the end of the race? Yeah. Bless him. So, next point I have on my notes list is the Mercedes struggles. I mean, we kind of talked about that at the start already, but we also have, like, the Mercedes customer teams who are also stuck with, like, the worst power unit for oh, the next four I seasons. I always said, right, I've, I, if you go back to the podcast, there'll be multiple times where I've said this George just has the worst luck and I said as soon as he goes to Mercedes everything's gonna go downhill for Mercedes and was I wrong no I was not so poor George is now stuck at, I mean he it's better than Williams obviously but it's still very disappointing <laughs> yeah. he's like, like stuck in, in in no man's land there's just like no one around him he's like he hasn't <laughs> overtaken a single car in 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 Jenna he was just driving his own race the whole time George. And there was no one around him. It's just so gutting for him. Like, it is so gutting. I mean, if it had been last year, he could have literally come into the first race and been on the podium. But Yeah, but mm. now, like, he's uh, he's just driving in no man's land and doesn't even get any TV time. <laughs> Unless <laughs> it's, like, messing up a pit stop or something like that. And then Bottas oh. is just soaring through, just... Loving yeah, that. and then retiring because the Alpha Tauri is fast, but it's like super unreliable. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a thing we've seen in testing already. Given how Bottas like uh, stopped on the last lap of uh, when they had the practice stars, it was like a super funny moment. Uh, Fia red flagged the the testing session because they wanted to do a race start before the after before the lunch break, and like everyone was lining up then. People were still coming out of the pits, so they aborted the start, and 
they had another formation lab and just Bodas car just died. <laughs> Going like 20 around the track, Bodas car just, nope, I'm done. Bye. He didn't have much luck in testing, did he? Bless him. Didn't get yeah, much out no. of it. No, no team actually. That's why we didn't no, see we, why we didn't see particularly many long runs in testing because like the fuel pump issue. That's a, an issue all teams have. Like the fuel pump is just utter garbage this year because it's like a spec part that every team has to use, and the 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 fuel pump itself, the electronics are casted in a resin block inside of the fuel tank, and due to the vibrations from the porpoising or bouncing, those the casing would crack, and have fuel destroy all the connections. That's why we had so many fuel pump issues in during testing. So I had no idea. Like I just I saw nothing. I didn't even like look at anything. So I had no idea what I was what like was gonna happen. I watched the first race and I was utterly confused. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like it's not you all were. Like it's it was crazy. It was madness. Coming back to the other two Mercedes teams we still have, we still have Aston Martin and McLaren. Oh, McLaren, bless them. They've gone from being up there to not there. Even the Gulag, <laughs> they suck. I mean, the, the cars, like, every Mercedes customer team just struggles so much with their car. I mean, not only is the Mercedes power, you know, just bad, apparently, because they're, like, 10 kph slower on the straight than everyone else. <laughs> like, the Mercedes cars are always the slowest on the speed traps for whatever reason. And like, point. like last year I was you know they had a pretty decent year so I kind of expected them to get they, they were did. I thought they were slowly on the rise you know I think that's everybody expected them to be in the points at least would have been nice we all got our hopes up and, and then there's like <laughs> then there's like Aston Martin who are the perfect example of throwing money at a problem doesn't fix it Mm, I mean, you can't you can't expect I mean, to just throw 240 million dollars or euros or whatever at a team and expect them to be good that's not how things work in formula one yes Seb back this week we haven't seen yeah Seb. we do we do but excited. he's not gonna make a rocket ship out of the car on <laughs> that track. i'm sorry he's a good driver i love Seb. he's my favorite driver but he can't make a rocket of that piece of shit i'm sorry <laughs> I mean, it looks amazing. The Aston Martin is the best looking car, but it's just oh, it's... slow. And it's chunky. It's like yeah. the heaviest car. Well, it is a nice like... looking car. Yeah, it is very nice. It, they, did, they did a very good job of making it nice. So that, you know, <laughs> but I don't think that was uh, the intention, really. It's not what they yeah, were. Yeah, no. I mean, it looks fast, but it's like super slow. It's ridiculous. Opposite. I know, everybody was looking at it and they were like, oh, this is like, you know, one of the better cars. Like, this is, is going to be so fast. It's going to do so well. This yeah. is nuts. <laughs> it would be better if the power <laughs> unit was, wasn't garbage. Was half decent. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they could probably swap with Haas at this point. Haas are doing very well. Haas are up there. <laughs> Haas are really good. It really shows that they're a... I, that's actually the next point. Good that you're talking about that. Has the new McLaren. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Return of the Mag and, and Mick being up there, even though Mick had a bit of bad luck with that spin in, in Bahrain and like the crash mm. in qualifying. Yeah. But at least at least we know that there's a possibility of seeing Mick in the points. You know, there's I really hope so. I want him to get a podium. Yeah. Holy crap, man. I want to see that guy on the podium so bad. Jenna Haas on the podium. Oh, that is just I mean, it's nothing, nothing unreasonable. They've started out great in, in 2016. Like, when yeah. they when they first joined, they came back, got, like, fifth. 
was it K-Mag or was it Grosjean who got fifth in, in like the first race in Australia in 2016? And then they just... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, just like Ferrari, basically. And now Ferrari's mm. back and Haas is back because they're like super closely related. They took the time they needed, clearly. And they got Mazepin out just in time sort of K-Mag. That's like the perfect strategy. Use Mazepin's money, Use fire Mazepin, and get K-Mag bad in the car. <laughs> Boom. Killer team. Killer team. <laughs> Oh, um, uh, yeah okay return of the mac we had that got in the car was fast perfect uh mick i mean he he needs to stop crashing seriously i mean we give we give mazepin a bad time for spinning and crashing all the time but mick in his two seasons in f1 he's ranked up so much yeah dollars. i mean when he's when he's driving the car and not crashing he's extremely fast but like um yeah don't don't crash that much, please. Especially <laughs> destroying yeah. everything he on the car. Mistakes, but you know, hopefully, we're gonna we'll just keep our fingers crossed that from this point onwards, the, the first two races went great. But from this point onwards, hopefully, it'll get better than ever. Yeah. Okay. The next point I got up here is like everything else. I guess we really talked about everything from those races. Maybe like the whole situation with the drivers not wanting to race in Jeddah. That was a bit, a bit of a cluster fuck. That was bizarre, yeah. Like, um, I mean, the gist of it is like, as I understood it, and as most journalists understood it, and as like team members have reported, uh, the contract between the FIA and Saudi Arabia is like the following: either you race, or you get held at the airport and be stuck there for hours if you don't oh, race. God. Because like there was in 2019, there was a situation with WWE where they canceled the event because of technical issues and they couldn't reschedule it in time. So they canceled the event and the government held their plane at the airport for six hours without water and food. Oh my God. I mean, I think it was quite obvious that a lot of the drivers didn't... I mean, if Seb had been there, I think Seb would have said something. Oh, you know, Seb yeah. would have started a riot. Yeah. I mean, there was <laughs> kind of a riot. At, at some stage, none of the driver, drivers wanted to drive anymore. Until, mm. like, the FIA and, like, the team principals got involved again. I just think it was, uh, it was a bit strange how they came out and said that it was safe. And it was completely yeah. fine. The safest place they could be when, I mean, th they said the safest place they could be was at the track. However, they then have to leave the track to get to the exactly. hotel and come back. So it is, it is also rumored that Lewis Hamilton didn't sleep in... Jenna, he was flown out to, after qualifying, he apparently boarded his plane and flew to Dubai to sleep in Dubai. Oh. But it wouldn't surprise me, to be fair. No, of course not. Holy, no. Hell no. If you're like the that is going to do that, it's Lewis Hamilton. Of course, of course. He's not going to shit around with stuff like that. If he doesn't think it's safe, he's going, he's the hell out of there. And like the picture I have in my head was like, uh, when they all came back from like the meeting with the FIA and like all the team principals were walking together and George was walking in front of them alone with like the most pissed face I've ever seen mm. on George. Dude, he was mad. He, he was so mad. mad. And like Netflix, Netflix following him around. <laughs> I was like, we're getting great content. We love this. More of that. <laughs> More drama for next year. Also on that. Just like, yeah, I have like, I have no yes. idea kind of avoiding it a little bit i haven't watched drive to survive after the first season i, I watched, watched 
I've watched it all this season was not the one. They, they tried to make up so much drama that wasn't yeah. there. It's, yeah. No. They tried I mean, to make they... Lando look like a really bad guy. Make, yeah. That's, Lando was like one of the nicest and most genuine people yeah. on the grid. Yeah. And they made him look like an absolute dick. Like, yeah, Max yeah. said that. Like he literally came out and said that he'd seen that bit of Lando, and he was like, yeah. "Like he's so so lovely." And that was why Max didn't want to be obviously on it. I just, I just think it's a bit. I don't know. I mean, it's great, obviously, to you know, for people to find the sport through it and things. Even people, you know, people hate that that that's a thing. But I think I think it's great. It's bringing new people in, younger people in. But then it's not great when they're finding it through that and they're kind of making their opinions based on yeah, that. Exactly. Off of it, yeah. yeah. With like I, I I always want to be Drive to Survive to be an actual documentary about what makes Formula One Formula One and the greatest motorsport in, in the world. I don't fucking care about artificial drama. <laughs> just just dial back the drama, maybe that much drama and give me all of the all of the juicy stuff all of the car stuff all of the team principal stuff and none of that artificial made up crap none of the fake stuff we'll go yeah. film it for them we'll do it do it for them i just give me a That's documentary it. about the sport i just want a good formula one documentary yeah mm. it could be it could be so good they just need to not it. Like the, i i love the first season the first season was amazing just purely because of gunter i mean come on <laughs> don't you Fuck their smash my door. Don't ever. you fuck smash my door? <laughs> we need, I I want more of that. But that was like that was like all also already on the edge of like too much drama. But I it's so juicy. I want that. Not of none of the yeah. fake rivalry. Doesn't matter with. We had him. like the Dan and Max, but I think it was a pretty accurate. Like that was accurate. They hated each other at the end of the yeah. season. Like they really did. Danny was not feeling well in that team. And he said that in multiple interviews that he was treated extremely toxic. Yeah. And, and that, so that, said that Gasly and Albon. They all said that they're... Well, Gal they're Albon welcome. didn't say it because Albon is still pretty... Um, little personal boy. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> it, you can clearly tell that he's still managed by Red Bull. With Gasly, mm -hmm. not so much. Dude, Gasly spat facts, man. Did I not see that he's got Red Bull on his helmet? Because yeah, I was he does, he does. Alex, yeah, he does. I was just thinking, how have they, you know, how Williams allowed that? I I was quite confused when I saw it. I just thought... I mean, I it's know. more like, how did Mercedes allow that? But Well, yeah. A quick summary of, like, the DTS we've had. DTS, uh, yeah, more documentary, less, less, less drama, please. Thank you. A lot less drama. Okay, then the next thing we have is the Las Vegas Grand Prix and the general Americanization of Formula One. So I'm very excited. I don't really care what people say. I am very excited. It's going to be great. I would it's a Saturday race as well, isn't it? Not Sunday. Yeah. Well, it's well, Sunday it would be for a Sunday us. For us. Is it Sunday yeah. for us? It still? is a Sunday it, for us. It's like it Sunday like... at 6 a.m. for you yeah. and like 7 a.m. for me. Yeah. Right, I think it might be even earlier than that. It obviously depends on what time they do it, but no, it the race is going to be at like it's a night race in Vegas. So. Yeah, so it will be early, early Sunday for us. It's is... going to be like the race is, yeah, uh, yeah. I think, at 10 p.m. local time in Las Vegas. So it's going to oh, be, be like 4 a.m. here, maybe. 
No. I don't, I don't know what. Las Vegas has eight hours to you guys. Is it eight? Like six a.m. Yeah, seven a.m. for me. Bad. That's okay. That's not too bad. But I mean, I'm, if they would have well, done it at like on on a Sunday at that time, it would have been on a Monday morning at oh, seven a.m. And that's when yeah, they no. chose to do it on a Saturday because they yeah. didn't want to lose like ninety nine percent of European like, audience. I feel like it makes more sense to do it on a Saturday. Like Vegas is obviously very party oriented. Like I feel like that makes more sense anyway. Mm. I would a hundred percent go to Vegas to watch Formula One. hundred percent. I I they're definitely all going out after, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would go if the tickets weren't like eight hundred dollars for like yeah. general admission, and it's like the same for Miami. Like we went from the one to be approachable, not like eight hundred dollar so expensive. expensive. Yeah, like they want to bring like more new younger fans in, but none of us can afford it. No, no. I mean. I guess there's rich kids that can afford oh, that. I can't. Definitely is, yeah. And I'm definitely not the poorest kid in the world. <laughs> no, definitely not the poorest, but I'm not. But like even <laughs> even even eight hundred eight hundred bucks for a ticket, that's two months Look, of work for me. It's just a lot for like a weekend. It I don't know. Like I would pay I'd pay a lot of money to go and watch Formula One. However, obviously it's some of the ticket prices are just ridiculously expensive. The cheapest race on the calendar is always like Austria. Their general mm. admission their general admission for like the grandstand grass tickets, whatever, was like eighty euros for like Sunday and like hundred and seventy for the whole weekend. Like it's doable. But that's still really expensive considering how I can yeah. get an ETM at Hockenheim Ring for like 80 bucks for the whole weekend with paddock access and with grid access. Like, hello? I'm going to have to fly over there because I cannot afford Silverstone tickets, that's for sure. I just look at them no. and I don't know. DTM just, no. Hockenheim is amazing. I'm going to go there this year and like formula one in austria like maybe next year if i have the money and if i can find someone who's going to go with me <laughs> i don't want to go alone and my Let's dad's like big, nah we'll be on a big team trip yeah i'm gonna go camping <laughs> beyond the pit lane camping trip in, in austria good. with formula one <laughs> sounds like great fun i'm gonna it ask actually would be a good laugh that it would i think that'd be great it would definitely. just document the whole thing yeah, that would be like a lot of fun. We can vlog out of it. We can we can clip this and come back to it. Maybe Definitely. not next. Year. The for that video. Yeah. See, it'd be great. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Like, but coming back to the Americanization of Formula One, I don't know. I'm. I'm. I mean, it's cool that the country is getting so involved in Formula One now after they haven't been for several years really but like three races and two of them in the parking lot are mm, i don't know i mean the las vegas grand prix does look fun it's like an incredibly mm. wide road where they're driving on like it's a freaking las vegas strip it's like four lanes wide or what i mean it's gonna provide good racing let's be honest here but it's still like it's not approachable and there is still a full continent that doesn't have a single formula one race with africa like excluding like the Middle East stuff with like Bahrain and they have way too many races anyways. Like there's there's 
How many races are in the Middle East? Bahrain, Saudi Arabia. They had Qatar last year, but it's not on for this year. Uh, Abu Dhabi. They have like four races in, in the Middle East within like six, eight hundred kilometers of each other. Can we add that they're also like the most boring tracks? Well, yeah, no one. Yeah. No one I mean, Jeddah is cool because it's fast, but it's like Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia is a shit country. Of course, that's on the calendar this year, isn't it? Saudi Arabia? What? Saudi Arabia is Jeddah. Singapore is back on the calendar, isn't it? Singapore is back, yeah. That's Asia. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Singapore is, yeah. I mean, the track is meh because it's like super tight, but. I love it though. It just looks so cool. It looks good. I just love it. Singapore is an amazing city. But, um, with like. I've seen so many people complaining, obviously, about three races in America. But um, America is such a big place, right? That if you look at the three races in America compared to the one we have in the UK, it's not really that different. Obviously, yeah, you can but say... That, it's that argument but... could be made about Australia, too. Yeah, well, mm, kind of. But, <laughs> like, I Do just... Do you think know I... how long it takes to get from Melbourne to, like... Perth on the other side of Australia where Daniel is from? I have no idea. <laughs> that, that's like, that, that takes a day. But it takes so long to get to Australia even. Like, I couldn't even. Well, yeah. Is, I'm so excited. Just uh, so okay. I think we had enough discussion of that. Yeah. General thing, excitement for the track, not so much in general because too expensive and nah, America. <laughs> America. Hey, Americans. Uh, okay. I do not hate Americans. I didn't mean that. I just, yeah. I don't hate <laughs> Americans either, but um, yeah. The way that America looks at Florida is the way that the world looks at America. <laughs> okay. Never know. <laughs> Let's carry on. Last point yeah. I have on the notes is what's ahead in Melbourne? We have Melbourne. We have Australia back after three it's years. Back. Yay! Danny Rick's got his home race back. Katie, Katie is thinking of something to say. <laughs> I can see it in her face. I don't know. I'm very excited, but it's, I I don't know. Australia is not my favorite track. I'm very excited that it's back, what? but I'm just not... Australia is amazing. I love that track. It's Especially like now it. that they, they've made some changes to the layout. Like, it's super fast. <laughs> Just, it's so fast. I am very excited to see Danny Rigg back in Australia. But um, how many yeah, shows obviously. is he going to do this weekend? Next weekend? Well, I wish, I wish when, McCarthy... When this video goes up, it's like this weekend. But this yeah. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I keep forgetting it's Sunday. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope I hope the race is gonna be good on 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 the revamped track and like the track is so fast. Like they they've taken out that hard braking zone after with that double chicane before they had in the fast left hander, and it's like a super super fast right left and onto the the that bent curve that goes into that chicane where you always see the cars flying by from those billions of clips of that. I mean, I, it would I, be I, so nice if McLaren were doing as well as they were last year. Uh, yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Let's be honest. It would, it would be nice for Dan to. It would be good. Some decent points, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see where he is. He'll be too busy doing shoeies anyway. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> Let's hope. Yeah, if he gets on the podium, he'd probably do a shoey, but I don't think he's going to get on the podium. <laughs> Unless it's like a crazy race and like McLaren, uh, not McLaren, like Ferrari and Red Bull just crash each other out and Mercedes is stuck in strategy nightmares. And yeah. We can dream. We, we can, can dream. dream. Exactly. <laughs> So this concludes this week's episode of our podcast that has yet to be named, I guess. We don't even have a name for the podcast. Whatever. Uh, thank you very much for watching. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, please leave a like. Drop your thoughts down in the comments. As always, best comment will get pinned. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode after the Australia race, probably. Uh, thank you very much for watching. See you in the next one. Bye.